Welcome to the Sioux Nation Podcast. I'm Jill Funky, Communications Manager at Sioux Nation Ag Center, and we are so glad you found us. Sit back and listen as our staff hosts welcome guests from all aspects of the livestock production industry. It's our mission at Sioux Nation to arm regional, small, and medium producers with all of the resources we can put in front of them. And now, on with the program. Hello and welcome to the Sioux Nation Podcast. I'm your Sioux Nation Ag Center staff host, Jill Funky, and joining me is Jonathan Gunthner, partner at ELO CPAs and Advisors. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. So, Jonathan, would you share a little bit about yourself and your firm? Sure. ELO CPAs and Advisors is a firm that started in 1982. We have locations in nine different locations in southeastern South Dakota, about 90 people. I am the agribusiness partner, primarily ag taxation and also a lot of estate and succession planning. So today we're going to talk about fall accounting practices for the farm. So we'll just jump into it. and I'm going to ask you, when do you suggest that farmers make their final accountant appointment for the year? You know, honestly, it depends on the operation. It depends on the farm. If they think they're going to have a lot of income, if they think they're not going to have a lot of income. I have people that do two to three planning appointments. I have some that don't do any and don't see me until March. So I prefer to see them ahead of time, (laughs) but I've done some tax planning already. In June, July, we've done some farmers and I have a lot of them that come in in that October, November range after they get out of the field. If they're harvesting and get out of the field and come in and see me and, and give themselves enough time to plan. That's the biggest problem is if you want to make sure you got enough time to plan. Yeah, you absolutely do because there is a deadline. (laughs) There there, there definitely is. And you got to have time to either go find something to buy or to be able to write that check. So, or take money, take money in. Sometimes people need to take money in too. So, right. Call around, get some of your accounts receivable. Collected. Collected. That's right. (laughs) So, you know, we're talking about some of the things that happen to, to farmers and producers. And so what is some of the most common advice you provide for your clients at this time of the year? And maybe throughout the year. You know, at this time of the year, the biggest thing is looking at what's taxable income going to look like. Um, what are we looking at for projections of what we think the tax might be? And then the biggest advice is, you know, whether or not we write checks, uh, take in income, go buy something, you know, depending on where they're sitting at and where they're comfortable. And then the other part, like throughout the rest of the year, honestly, my biggest advice is go out and make money. In all honesty, my advice. biggest advice is business first. Taxes are important, but business first. Does it make sense to go out and buy a tractor? Does it make sense to go out and do this? And if you have to finance the whole thing, it might not make sense from a tax standpoint. Right. And so do you have producers that will call you and say, hey, I'm thinking about buying a combine. What are your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. We have some that can figure it, I'll say figure it out on their own. They, they know where they're at. They know what they want to do. They know what their plan is. We still try and touch base. We still try and make sure that, that they're on track for what their plan is. The biggest thing for them is to make sure that they know if there's been any major tax law changes that might affect what their plans are. Uh, but yeah, I get calls all year long. You know, we're thinking about doing this or we're thinking about doing that. This piece of ground came up for sale. Doesn't make sense. You know, those are the things throughout the rest of the year that we see. Then the other thing that we see a lot throughout the rest of the year is that I'm getting to be 50, 60 years old. Johnny's coming back. How do we figure it out? So you're talking like the transition. More the transition and the succession. And for some people, the succession is I'm selling everything and walking away. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But it is out there. 
And if you know that's going to happen in a few years, that might affect some of your current day decisions. Absolutely. Because it Mm -hmm. also affects whether or not you decide to spend money, take in money. Um, You know, I've got some people that they are looking at those twilight years. They know they're going to be done and they know there's nobody coming back. So then is it, do I take one big hit in one year or do I try and spread it out? Or what do we do from that standpoint? So... And as you talk, some of what you say makes me think that they come to you that they think they know what they're going to do and they probably end up doing it, but you provide that last bit of peace of mind. A lot of times that's what it is, to be honest. A lot of times that is what it is. We, we do run the gamut. We have people that come in and say, I have no idea where to start. And, and we do have that as well. But a lot of times they've kind of got a plan in mind already. And it's between us, the attorney, and maybe a financial advisor or wealth management or something like that, looking at them and going, yeah, this makes sense. Or have you thought of this? Just to make sure that all the ideas are out there. What kind of advice do you have for producers to make this time of the year and tax time a little less stressful? Because at my house, I'm like, oh, it's tax time. We're going to strap on the gloves and we're going to go, you know, because we're figuring out all of, we're looking at the spreadsheets and, you know, and nope, absolutely. it's not, and you're not a divorce. <laughs> it, it, you're not there yet, but you're close. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you're not like a counselor that way. So what, what can you do on the other end to save some of that disharmony? So, a lot of times throughout the year, one of my biggest pieces of advice is knowing where you're at. There are a lot of people, and and I'm just as guilty as everybody else. I Actually, I do all of my dad's bookkeeping for him. And this year, I've been pretty good and been on top of it. I know where he's at right now. There are some years you get busy and you just go, well, well the, the line of credit's going. We're okay. Let's keep running. That's probably the biggest piece of advice, even throughout the year, is to try and stay on top of where you're at record-keeping-wise. And that's the other part that I think is vitally important, is have some sort of record-keeping system. I'm not going to say that there's really one that's way better than another. Um, We have a lot of people that use QuickBooks, and there's a lot of different other products out there that are very good as well. But that's what we see a lot of because it's something that people can understand. It's something that people can use fairly regularly and easily. It's Um, user-friendly. It's very user-friendly. There's some other ones that are very good from standpoints of inventory if you're running cattle or, you know, stuff like that. But they're sometimes not quite as user-friendly. So, you know, people like ease of use more than anything, it seems like. And they're all good products. There's a lot of good products out there. But that's probably the biggest thing is have some sort of record-keeping system. And honestly, even if it's an Excel spreadsheet, I was just going to say. As long as you're on top of it Mm -hmm. and you know where you're at and you're not spending, that's where I think the biggest stressor comes in for people is either November, I haven't reconciled anything since March, you know, and so all of a sudden it's, well, I got to do six months worth of work in the next two days so that we can go see the accountant. That's probably the biggest thing that would relieve the stress is if you do it monthly or even every couple of months, you know, where you got a little bit of downtime, you're able to sit down and do it. Nobody likes book work. I mean, I do, but nobody else does just because. And so from that standpoint, that's probably the biggest thing that reduces stress is knowing where you're at, knowing what your plan is, because those are probably the two biggest things. You know, I've had a couple of different bigger producers that I've met with recently. And I mean, the one I met with in July, they already knew exactly what they were going to spend for the, through the end of the year. They already knew exactly probably what they were going to take in. I mean, give or take a little bit based on production, but they, they knew roughly what, I mean, they knew what they had sold. They already knew what they had forward contracted and all of that type of stuff. And so so all of those things come into play. They definitely do. But but yeah, that's probably the biggest thing is just making sure you're kind of on top of it and know where you're at. Do you ever advise them to hire some of that out if they can't get it done or if it's just not their thing? 
Yes, absolutely. And we do that. We are a full service firm. So we do that as well. And sometimes it's just a matter of having somebody as a taskmaster to Mm -hmm. make sure you're doing it. I have had a number of couples that we do their bookkeeping for them. It's kind of an after the fact bookkeeping. We're doing bank reconciliations and that stuff. We're not writing checks for them. We do have some that we will, but we're not doing that. But I've had a number of them say, you've saved our marriage. (laughs) Wife was going to leave because I'm not doing this anymore. They said, for what you charge us a month, it's worth it. (laughs) Worth it. So, and then I've had others that said, no, maybe it wasn't worth, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, but yeah, that's uh, absolutely. If if it's something that's, you know, because that goes back to the make money, do business. Right. You know, if it's not your thing and you're not good at it and you don't want to do it, you still need to know where you're at. And so paying somebody to do that, whether it's a kid, another office, accounting firm, whatever the case may be, it's well worth it for you to have that. And I will tell you, the ones that come in early are more, I'll say sophisticated. They're bigger operations. The one that I was talking about earlier, we actually do most of their bookkeeping for them, Mm -hmm. but they have the final say in everything. And like I said, they knew exactly what they were going to spend before the end of the year and what was coming in before the end of the year. Oh, I'm sure. So, you know, those, those are the things that I look at that make the most sense. Sometimes Penny spent right here can save you down the road. And, Absolutely. And also, some of the producers, especially in our listening audience, they might be a dairy who's always busy because those cows are milked two or three times a day. Absolutely. You can't deviate from that plan, and then all of a sudden, then you're, it's the hay season, which yep. is crazy, or then they also have crops, and there just isn't that down, down day. Time. And yep. so they would be money ahead in some circumstances. Absolutely. Yeah. The, other, the other place I see it a lot, actually, is feedlots. Oh, sure. Because they spend all day feeding or putting yeah. up hay or whatever. And a yep. lot of them are farming on putting up crops and doing that kind of thing as well. And so you're right. There just really isn't any mm-hmm. downtime. I mean, do. when you're eating dinner at 9 or 10 o'clock at night, yep. the last thing you want to do is pull up a spreadsheet. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when you start which your is, day at 530. Which is why I do my dad's bookkeeping because exactly. he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to look at it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, those are the things that you look at. On more of a personal or practical level, What do you think producers could do to make the most out of their relationship with their accountant and maybe even their other, you know, financial advisors? Uh, The biggest thing that I look at, to be honest, is I don't want anybody afraid to call me. That that's the biggest thing. I jokingly tell people I'm not an attorney, um, jokingly, because attorneys will send you those line item by line item. I most accountants are not that way. If it's a quick phone call and you know, hey, I got this quick question, or hey, what's the tax ramifications of doing this? That's the biggest thing to me is is building that relationship. Um, that that that's the biggest thing that I see and that our firm looks at a lot of times as well is the fact that we're here to help you. And the relationship with you is the most important part. I always tell people, you know, the taxes a little bit are ancillary. They, I mean, they're important. It's not that. It's not important. It's, it's important to know where you need to be and all of that. But what is actually probably more important is the fact that they know that I'm here and I care. And that's the biggest thing that I look at is a lot of people will treat their accountant as their confidant a little bit. I had a former partner um, that was kind of my mentor that always said, you know, he said, you're going to hear things in the tax appointment that they're going to come in one time a year and shut the door and tell you that nobody else is going to ever hear. Jokingly told people, I hear about pregnancies way before a lot of other people typically. Um, (laughs) My favorite is I had a couple in and, and I knew the couple personally, but they were in doing some stuff and they actually owed a little bit of tax that year. And they said, well, should we change our withholding? They didn't, they didn't happen to be farmers. They were, they both had W2 jobs and they said, should we change our withholding? And I said, well, unless you got something major going on, like having a kid or something. And she kind of looks at me and goes, (laughs) well, 
we haven't told our parents yet, but, you know, and it's things like that, that, mm-hmm. you know, that's actually where I get really excited working yeah. with people. You know, it's knowing things like that. And so, so that's the biggest thing that I, I look at is don't be afraid to call. Don't be afraid to ask the question. Um, sometimes we might not get you called back right away, but that's not because we're ignoring you. That's just because life, life goes that way. But that's the biggest thing is just don't be afraid to reach out. Is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know? You know, I go back to the two things I look at is it's never too early to start the succession planning side of things. It's, there, there's a lot of times when it's way too late, but it's never too early. And the other part of it is taxes are not necessarily a bad thing. One of the things that we like to tell people is if you're paying taxes, you're making money. Mm-hmm. We don't work for the IRS. We're not looking to come in and make you pay a whole bunch of tax. But at the same time, it's not a bad thing either. And so those are probably the two biggest things that I look at is it's a part of doing business. And it's never too early to start thinking about that that succession, that exit plan, because it creeps up on you in a hurry. That's true. And if you didn't ever have to do your taxes, farmers aren't necessarily going to know where they're at. So they could go for a long, long time, time yep. without having any yep. idea. Exactly. If it weren't for the accountants and the bankers, a lot of times I think they would. They probably would. (laughs) So, but, so. Well, with that thought, I want to thank you, Jonathan, for being with us today to talk about this very necessary topic of ag accounting. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We'll catch you next time with more guests and topics related to the current ag climate.